Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Movies on Our Minds, guys, the podcast in Atlanta where we get to talk about movies, but today is not going to be a movie that we're talking about. We're going to talk about a television show that I just watched, and that television show is Kung Fu Panda The Dragon Knight. <sighs> guys, I, I really don't even know where to begin on this one. I, I guess I can start by saying that I am a huge Kung Fu Panda fan. I love that trilogy i love the characters the voice actors the story but even more so than that i just love the messages throughout those movies the philosophy where it all comes from and even just from an early age back when the first one came out in 2008 i was well how old was i i was 10 11 12 13 years old and I just looked at it to where it's probably going to be a fun Jack Black kids movie because I, I was a huge Jack Black fan back then. I still kind of am, but I haven't seen him do anything crazy recently besides the Jumanji series. But uh, again, I thought it was just going to be a fun Jack Black uh, animated film, sort of like Shark Tale. <laughs> I wasn't the brightest kid back then. But anyway, I saw this movie and I just was blown away by it. I, I went to my mother and said, yo, mom, we got to go to the movies and see this like 500 more times. This is going to be something that she'll like. She ended up seeing it and thought it was great. And then you have the second and third one. Second one, I thought is actually the best of the trilogy. It actually made me cry when they went to the backstory of Poe. You had a villain that stepped it up even more than the previous one. Even though I, I think Tai Lung may be the best in a sense I just like the way that he was written compared to the other ones and his uh, back. Well, not just his backstory, but how he ties into Shifu. And then in the second one, I do like uh, Lord Shin and how he's tied into Poe. And then we have the third one to where it is the weakest of the trilogy, but I still love it. Nonetheless, like if we were to watch the first, second and third, or if we were to watch the first and second and someone said like, Hey, do you feel like watching the third? I'll be like, absolutely. That is the end of this trilogy. We got to go out with a bang. So there's the third one. And we have Kai who to me is, I think the issue with Kai is how he, how, how do I put it? He doesn't really have a connection to our main characters besides Ugwe. And he takes him out in just the first few minutes and, all he wants is recognition to where in the first two villains there was more layers between the, there was more depth there was more of a backstory between them and kai to me just saying he's just missing some of the spice that the other two had but nonetheless still a great foe and i think that poe figuring out she was a good way to go out with the poe journey i don't really see how you can really go after this but we're going to talk about that i just wanted to talk about the dragon knight because this is a show that supposedly takes place after kung fu panda 3 it even has jack black returning which to me just like it, it had me super excited i could not wait to see this at least when it was announced then the trailer came out in in my mind i was thinking this looks bad like i don't want to say it out loud but it looks just as lackluster if not worse than the previous kung fu panda shows now the other ones were legend of awesomeness and legends of awesomeness and pause of destiny I never seen Pause of Destiny. I watched Legends of Awesomeness as a kid. And again, as a kid, it was fine to me because it was just 
the fact that I was already in love with these characters in this world. And I knew watching a TV show on Nickelodeon instead of a movie in the theaters, I knew it wasn't going to be on the same quality. But as long as I got a feel for it, I was going to be fine. And I was. But the Dragon Knight, you can't tell me that you have Jack Black returning and it looks again the worst out of everything but i said okay look i'm not gonna i'm not gonna judge it i'm not gonna judge a book by its cover i'm just gonna see how it plays out wait until it airs and then you know go from there so it comes out and i watch i watched like the first two episodes on the first night and then i fell asleep then the next night i said okay i'm gonna try to do a little more it was like uh like maybe two more episodes then i fall asleep again and then another episode another episode that just the more i watched it the more it felt longer than what it was which is like what 22 to 24 minutes per episode it felt like 30 to an hour some episodes and eventually it just felt like homework at a certain sense and when i finished the show i, I couldn't believe the, the way it ends it's like there's a huge cliffhanger like we were all in shock that no this can't be the end we want more I was just, oh my god! It, it oh, this is a spoiler review, by the way, because nobody, I, I just don't see anybody tuning this in. We have movies out today, like Day Shift and what other movies and TV. This is just House of Dragon. There's just too many things out there that people want to watch. To where I, I'm probably the only one that even noticed this show. And it's no disrespect to the Kung Fu Panda franchise. I really want y'all to continue to succeed as much as possible. But I really looked at the show as a comeback for Poe. Mainly, again, because of the return of Jack Black voicing. Uh, James Hong also returns, which he's basically in every single thing Kung Fu Panda related, even the other show. So I kind of wasn't surprised by that. But as I was watching the show, I felt as if maybe I should start off with the things that I did like. Honestly, guys, I'm looking at my list as the things that I did like about it. And it's just like, did I even really like that so much? Not so. Eh. The only thing I really have is, again, for the 500 time, the return of Jack Black and I guess James Wong. However, their return didn't feel as, you know, monumental or significant as it could have been. And that to me is because of the weak writing surrounding them um the story that just feels so i keep sighing guys i i just really don't know what to say like i i'm not even the biggest guy when it comes to my vocabulary i'm gonna work on that but with jack black and james wong to me it kind of felt like the aladdin 3 vibe you know when they had robin williams return as the genie when i saw that I just thought that this feels like a directed DVD sequel. So I just don't understand what is the point of Robin Williams. He's not really bringing anything that makes it feel as special as the original. And that's how I feel with watching uh, or hearing Jack Black and Chainsaw. As a matter of fact, the show is just so boring and so childish that I just don't even care to hear Jack Black anymore. I It's... I could have taken the voice actor from the, the TV shows that sound enough like Jack Black to where it's like that would have fit the vibe more so than Jack Black. 
it's like Jack Black when I'm um, doing some research on the show it said that Jack Black had some elements that he wanted to add to the story you know, things that he felt as if like would be great for Paul to explore and I just can't help but believe that nah man you, you just came back for the paycheck you that that has to be the only reason why you're here as a matter of fact that's probably why the animation looks as bad as it does because all the money went into the cast the animation looks as again it's on netflix i know it's not going to look as good as the movies hell none of nothing that they do is going to be as good as the movies because that's where all the real effort goes i accept that but this animation really looks so cheap like the budget couldn't have been more than just a few million dollars if that speaking of the other characters i had to like write down the character names because i really was on a tangent of just like almost wanting to get them out of my memory but i was like i have to talk about the show so just because of the sake of it i'm gonna write down these characters and the other ones that come to mind are klaus and veruca just talking about the antagonist for a second those two were so energetically annoying for me especially veruca and it's not just because of the way they animate her but there were certain shots that they got of her that were just extreme close-ups and again the animation is not good looking but her for some particular reason it just came off as more ugly and the, the eyes and it's just ugh. I, I can't I, I just can't even describe it y'all it was it was bad but there's no there's no backstory on these two villains besides the fact that they're weasels so they did some you know illegal shit in the past they they, they stole the gauntlet oh yeah there, there's some MacGuffins in here it's like uh, Deathly Hollows. there's uh, four weapons and if you get all of them it turns into you know one massive weapon of death or you can basically do whatever you're like a god at that point it's like getting all of Infinity Stones and so they just want to go get it I guess to rule the world nothing really special about that I don't well I don't want anyone compare them to the villains of the movies but guys the villains of these movies again have some form of character development there's a backstory that defines who these characters are where they came from and how they are today and the villain has something to do with the moral of the story like it ties in together but there is no moral to these stories it's just a buddy adventure let's go get the bad guys kind of show and kung fu panda's way 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 better than that and speaking of the buddies the other character her name was blade and she's like a bear that's a knight something like that and she oh this show she was a character that kind of got on my nerves the first few episodes because she just kept going against poe and poe who's already pretty like i I will say poe is fine in the show he's not terrible but they do make him very weak compared to the rest of the shows like i mean not the shows the, the movies in the movies he progresses with becoming the dragon warrior there's always something new for him to learn and to master while still being humble 
and caring and just being like a, a being to the to the world you know just just a person that we can all look up to and in the in this show he has a couple fight moves but there's nothing that screams out dragon warrior whatsoever and then on top of that they call him dragon master in the show so i'm thinking that maybe there was something that happens in the other shows outside of kung fu panda that advanced his skill level or his tier level i I have no idea but he's called the dragon master in the show or maybe that's a demotion maybe that's worse than dragon warrior because there's again nothing he does that seems master or warrior like had to get that out there it's still poe still likable but we're just going backwards at this point and i'm glad that they didn't bring in the other characters like a part of me wondered how is shifu doing or tigress or anything like that but then i thought nah let's i'll just stick to poe on this one because if this is how they're treating him with these new characters i rather not introduce or, or bring back other characters just for them to demolish them i ain't gonna lie but anyway to go back to blade uh, Rita Ora, I think that's her name. She, even the voice acting for her, it's not bad. It's just not enough for a. It's not enough for a compelling journey of someone. Oh my gosh, this show! I, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I, I I was really I just came back from watching these other two episodes, and just so much I want to say. You ever you ever had that that feeling to where you're just like you have you you're just talking as if you when you're just by yourself and you have so much to say, and then right when you want to get on the mic or even when you want to talk to somebody, there's so much you want to say, you have it ready to go, and then as soon as that person knocks on your door, and then you just like almost had a blank state or something like that. that that's how i feel right now watching this show or talking about the show but anyway not the, anyway her performance basically was again lackluster there was nothing compelling about the dialogue of which she uh, was given or her performance that made me you know believe in her feel for her and then the way that she's written it's again she's so mean to poe throughout the majority of the show and then when she is starting to become a little nicer then she becomes an asshole again and then oh my gosh plot twist she's not even a real knight this whole time oh my gosh what the fuck what the fuck you weren't even a knight you were a bitch this whole time and you weren't even the shit what and then on her backstory because of you your brother died oh oh my lord i i hate to sound insensitive or shit but see you can't be cursing too no i I don't even care at this point but jack and i'm just gonna make this episode explicit at this point but yo you got your brother killed because he told you to stay behind and you wanted to play the young sister no i need to be there because i got to be there because if i'm not my brother won't die so i gotta be there and he dies then she comes back around uh apologize to poe poe being the lovable guy saying just don't, just don't lie to me don't do that shit again all right like i'm i'm cool we can keep going just stop being mean 
and then they worked together and then by the end it was crazy because i was like i am on the last episode right because it does not feel like they are wrapping this up they still have two other weapons out of four to contain and we're like 10 minutes out and then the villains get away they they sell off on a boat and they play it up as if another season's gonna come which i just did not see coming i really felt like this was going to be the end but then um the the klaus and veruca get away and poe uh, is talking to blade or some shit like that and says like yeah they, they, they got away but we'll catch them or we'll do something and then blade comes out of nowhere and just gives poe the biggest hug saying thank you you've been a, a good friend to me you did this or did that I was like, did Poe just save her or something? Because there was quite a few times she's, oh, oh, that's another thing. Poe got captured and she had the choice to either save him or go the other way to get the weapon. And she went the other way to get a weapon. I swear to God, knowing that you weren't even a real knight this whole time just puts a sour taste in my mouth. Like, get away from Poe. Poe, get away from this show. You don't deserve to be here. It's, oh, man. Anyway, so. She gives Poe a hug and I don't know why I didn't care at that point then the monkey which I just don't I don't know this monkey was like an anti-hero or something like that she, uh, she was in a cave a long time seemed nice or delusional but nice and then she gets out she's really mean she goes and uh, tries to whip some rhinos' ass with a whip and gets double crossed all over the place. She, she to me was like Mac from Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, just all over the place. I really don't know who side you're on. I don't know your motivation, but you're, guess what? You're in a story that I don't really care so much about. So I guess that's okay for you. It's not like if you were the shit, you would have saved this show. So whatever, but apparently she's gonna work with them now. And who? Oh, there was like some dude with antlers who was supposedly like the villain. Well, not even the villain, but like he was a force to be reckoned with. But he just had that pacing of Michael Myers. Like he was just walking to you every time you were running, running away, and every time he was just like right there, ready to kill you. You would just like be able to kick him and push him to the ground, and then run again, and he would just get up and walk close to you. And it just, I knew for a fact he wasn't going to be a a villain in a sense or main threat, whatever you want to call it. And he was there to reveal that she was not a night the whole time i cannot stress that that's amazing anywho so overall with this show it was hold on is there anything else i want to uh mention about this backstories and oh yeah yeah the backstories in the original enhances the uh main story they didn't do shit in this one all right uh season two and question marks and exclamation marks yeah i I covered that down because what the we don't need no damn season two just just put this under the rug and pretend it never happened all right nobody's gonna be mad uh with story and characters there's no grounding morals no new philosophies to be taught with no flesh yeah yeah we know that shit you know it's blade meh cousin ruka meh voice actor meh i'm all over the place with this one guys they they just nerfed poe in the kung fu panda 
franchise with this show. And honestly, I really wouldn't be that mad if it was just another throwaway Kung Fu Panda. But the fact that they treat this like it's right after the third or some time after the third as a continuation just puts me with a sour taste of the show. But that also has me concerned for another topic, and that's Kung Fu Panda 4. Now, I'm not going to lie to y'all. When I first heard of this, I was so excited. I was excited for a couple things. One, not going to lie to y'all, that very same day, I asked two people, hey, y'all, what do you think about Kung Fu Panda before the announcement? Because that was just like one of those times I was revisiting some franchise that, you know, would give me the feels, the nostalgic feeling with a good story, good characters, all that good shit. And I had came across two people that was like, no, I've never seen that. I was like, what, what the fuck are you doing? What you doing, bro? Why are you at work when you could be watching Kung Fu Panda? Bro? Money going to come and go, man. You, you can work later on. You should be home watching the Kung Fu Panda trilogy. But I, I, I hand a cop. That really did happen the same day I heard this announcement. So I was so excited because I took that as a good sign that, yes, Kung Fu Panda needs to come back. It needs to explore more war explore more worlds i'm sorry uh come back with different messages different morals different philosophies there's there's still a world that can be built like star wars even after the trilogy's over there's more that we can uh get down with but then i started to really sit down and think wait a second hold on one my first question was is this thing announced because the dragon knight in a sense was a success which it seemed uh, critically not a shit suck but uh commercially people did tune in because it's been a long time since we've seen kung fu panda and you did have jack black so we were just like oh okay let's watch it and as bad as it was i hope dreamers didn't look at that and say oh okay so people do like more kung fu panda let's go ahead and get down with the uh, fourth because i remember a long time ago too when they were doing this that the director uh her name was jennifer um, uh, jennifer 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 anyway um she was the director of two and three and she was not opposed to making more movies but she just felt like in order to make a kung fu panda 4 as a matter of fact they were uh, talking about making like six more after the third one i think god in a sense that they didn't but she was saying if we were to make a fourth one two conditions one the story still has to be centered around poe of course and two it has to be a story that's worthwhile that's worth coming back because right now i see it initially as a trilogy and nothing is screaming why we need to continue this and for some reason i don't know what's going on over there but i don't feel as if that story has been found i really believe it's because of the quote-unquote success of the dragon knight why they announced kung fu panda 4 and that is extremely extremely con uh i was about to say confusing concerning to me mind you the original trilogy had great humor had culture faithfulness it was great with its diversities with its philosophical messages with its action-packed scenes with its animation and the rich colors my god the colors itself had meaning to it to where blue was evil green was knowledge no no yeah, yeah yeah green was knowledge red was power and gold was humility i believe i should have probably had that written down 
but I am in an area with no signal. So that kind of sucks. So I'm just going to go with that. But anyway, that's how, uh, that's how crazy the world of Kung Fu Panda is like how detail oriented that, uh, this whole entire world was. Oh, and you know, strong character development, something that Dragon Knight definitely did not have whatsoever. Um, with that being said too, I was also sitting down just thinking like, what are some good fourth movies that when they did a comeback for it was worth it so i sat down i was like we have live free and die hard no 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 that doesn't work uh matrix resurrection Uh, no 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 indiana jones and the uh pints of the caribbean on strength oh my gosh guys what what oh my what are we doing here uh the oh and then this is a polarizing answer i guess you could say but toy story 4 fight me on it all day long toy story 4 was unnecessary i'm a huge fan of that franchise i think they closed the book so solidly that they had chains around it as in we don't need to open this book back up but they did and they brought toy story 4 some people a lot of people apparently liked it but i i'm that that's a franchise to where it's like after one two and three you can stop right there i don't need you to put on the fourth and then after that i started thinking okay maybe there's some good ones out there there's mission impossible 4 ghost protocol was a success at the time i thought that was the best one then you have mad max fury road not bad that's matter of fact that's that is the best one of the series and then this is just my personal favorite of the franchises and that's the goblet of fire and harry potter i just love the games in that one but point being there's obviously more bad than good and I don't want to compare that to Kung Fu Panda because it's not like Kung Fu Panda can't make a, a great fourth one. As a matter of fact, to me, if you were to do a fourth Kung Fu Panda, I mean, not if, because you are. I think the story should go down as if maybe Poe is the master this time. Like he has taken the role of Shifu. Maybe Shifu has passed away in a sense. And I know that for some people, I'd be like, no, what the? No, don't kill off characters. No, that's too much. But to me, I think they should take a page out of the Toy Story 3 book and have it to where time has passed by and what has that done to the characters surrounding them. Let this be the real last Bura in this sense. Unless the story, maybe y'all want to do another trilogy. Maybe there's something that's, I want to say Lord of the Rings esque. That's a journey that's worth three movies to tell. But then that could easily fumble into the Hobbit territory to where you're just stretching out a story that's three movies long and we can easily tell that it's for money. So it's just so many ways to go about this as to where I think Kung Fu Panda 4, yes, I am in a sense excited, very excited, but also extremely concerned because if we're coming based off the Dragon Knight we are in for it guys this is not going to be one of those this is going to go right under matrix resolution resurrections resurrection they were both bad and all these other bad fourth movies oh yeah thor 11 thunder forgot that was also a fourth thing but yeah guys i think i got that off my chest uh kung fu panda 4 we have two years until it comes out march 8th um unless they move up the release dates because that does happen quite a lot nowadays but with that being said, I am your host, Baruch Bohannon. You can find me on Instagram at I'm the Filmmaker. That's I-M-T-H-E Filmmaker. Guys, I really want to know what you think about all this 
Did you watch The Dragon Knight? If so, what were your thoughts? Did you like it? Are there things about it that I am missing? Do you agree? Uh, Kung Fu Panda 4 coming out. Are you excited? Are you concerned? Do you feel like we need it? Do you feel like the third one was the end of the trilogy in Poe's journey? Or that there is a lot more territory that they can dabble with that, yeah, fourth one at this time is actually what we need. Whatever it is, put it down in the comments. Hit me up. And until then, I'll see you on the next episode of Movies on Our Minds. Take care.